just ahead on Bob's World on this Monday. A Colorado woman sustained serious injuries after crashing a rented snowmobile into a northern New Hampshire river. If you wear glasses instead of contact lenses, a new study out of India suggests you're less likely to get COVID. And the Boston Calling Music Festival is canceled. It's been a snowy day so far, starting out in the single digits this morning. We're now into the 20s as we cross the 3 o'clock hour, into the 40s by midweek maybe. Bob's World is next. Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. I grew up on tour with my parents. Kind of different, but we bonded over music just like other families do over sports, camping, or other interests. And we talked. Little everyday conversations from silly to serious that built a foundation over time. Honest conversations. Like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. And I was so grateful that you and mom had become these sober, stable people who were always there for me. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now, that hard work is what creates success not alcohol or other drugs, whether it's music or anything else. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Monday, February the 22nd. I'm Bob Welch, and this is Bob's World. Good afternoon. Colorado woman sustained a serious hip injury after she crashed a rented snowmobile into the Swift River in northern New Hampshire yesterday afternoon. 55-year-old Joan Imms of Conifer, Colorado, was driving that snowmobile around 3 yesterday afternoon near a section of trail that dead ends at a turnaround near the river. The New Hampshire Fish and Game Department said that instead of stopping, the vehicle Imms grabbed throttle, which sent her 30 feet off the trail and into the water. Ims called for help with a personal locating beacon since there was no cell service in the area. First responders traveled nine miles by their own snowmobiles from the trailhead to reach Ims and transported her out to an ambulance around 5 p.m. A statement says she was treated for a serious hip injury and uh, other cold weather injuries and then taken to Memorial Hospital in North Conway. A suspect in a wild robbery you may have heard about earlier this month at a Chanel boutique in the Soho section of Manhattan has been captured in Florida. Law enforcement sources tell the Daily News Brooklyn resident Eric Spencer was arrested over the weekend at Fort Lauderdale and was expected to face a federal judge in Florida today. The investigators believe the 29-year-old is linked to a larger crew of armed robberies suspected in stick-ups at as many as 20 other high-end stores, though he's currently only charged with the February 2nd Chanel heist. Surveillance and cell phone video in the Spring Street Chanel boutique caught the brazen crew in action. The crooks got away with 30 two handbags and 12 wallets. A retired NYPD officer working as an armed guard at the store confronted the thieves and one of them lifted up his shirt showing her a pistol underneath. 
WCVB in Boston is reporting the Boston Calling Music Festival is being canceled for the second consecutive year, all because of COVID-19. The annual festival was scheduled for Memorial Day weekend. Customers who already purchased tickets can either decide to request a refund or allow the tickets to be rolled over for the 2022 festival, which is also planned for Memorial Day weekend. Refund requests are due no later than 5 p.m. March 8th and can be requested online through the customer's account. Anyone who purchased tickets through a third party should contact that vendor for a refund. As an incentive, those who do not request a refund are also being offered a credit for use on the festival site next year. The amount of that credit ranges from $15 to $75 depending on the ticket type. Looking out the window at uh, about 3.15 in the afternoon as we're recording this, I'm seeing a snow flying out of the sky in St. Johnsbury. So the weather for the northeast kingdom of Vermont and northern New Hampshire, mainly cloudy with snow showers around this evening, low 27. Tomorrow, snow showers developing later in the day will get up to 38, if not 40. Rain and snow showers mixed Wednesday afternoon, high up to 43, believe it or not. Thursday, cloudy skies early, followed by partial clearing. Few flurries or snow showers possible. Morning high of 30, with temps falling into the 20s again. West-northwest winds at 10 to 20 miles an hour. We'll be up to 28 degrees on Friday, though. Now, we're not completely out of the woods as far as winter is concerned, but we're, we're getting further and further out of that. A long-range outlook that I uh, was looking at, uh, that was from AccuWeather, that long-range outlook that I was looking at, said for this area that uh, uh, last night was the uh, last uh, single-digit overnight low for uh, the while. We'll see how that pans out. Looking around the region, uh, the snow is falling in places to the south and east of here in St. Johnsbury. So we'll, uh, we'll go to Brewster, New York in Putnam County. They're checking in with snow and 34. Manhattan's got rain at 36. Chatham on Cape Cod, they got a cloudy with a drizzle, 39 degrees. Hartford checking in with 36, and they've got uh, wet snow because the air is still cold. Surface temperature will make it melt away on contact pretty much. 34 degrees, looks like a wet snow falling there in Bangor uh, in Maine. And uh, Worcester checking in with um, precipitation of some sort, 36, and Boston checking in with a rainy 37. You're listening to Bob's World. I decided as the numbers kept going higher and higher on the scale that I couldn't do it alone. When I was 350 pounds, I was pretty much a shut-in. I call it my lost decade. Tops gives you all the tools and the support is huge. Tops is really fantastic. I've lost 77.25 pounds with the help of Tops. 125 pounds. 78 pounds. You can do it. Tops can help. Visit a meeting free. Learn more at tops.org. That's T-O-P-S dot O-R-G. It is absolutely going to change your life. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. The Boeing company says it has recommended suspending the use of 777 jets with the same type of engine 
that shed debris over Denver this weekend after U.S. regulators announced extra inspections and Japan suspended their use while considering further action. The engines are made by Connecticut's Pratt & Whitney. Their Series 4000 engines were in the United Airlines 777, which landed safely at Denver International Airport on Saturday. That's only after its right engine failed. WTNH in New Haven reports planes powered by that same engine that came apart midair now under the microscope. The FAA has ordered inspections of Boeing 777 jets that use the engine. Investigators are now searching for a key piece of evidence to determine what caused the engine to fail, a fan blade that broke in two. Experts said finding the other piece is critical. People who wear glasses could be up to three times less likely to get coronavirus, according to a new study conducted in India. The preliminary study reported in the New York Daily News suggested that glass wearers may have the extra protection because they tend to touch their eyes less frequently than most people. The report was published on MedRxIV. That's a website that compiles medical studies before they are peer-reviewed, so I want to emphasize that. It hasn't been peer-reviewed yet. A new study found that the risk of infection was two to three times lower among those who wear glasses for long periods of time, meaning at least eight hours a day. study was conducted last summer in northern India. It involved 304 patients ranging in age from 10 to 80. All of them experienced COVID symptoms, and about 60 were considered long-time glass wearers. The study's authors note that COVID-19 infection through the eyes is extremely rare, but they say that droplets from the virus can easily go from the eyes to one's nose or mouth. They say the best way to prevent this type of infection is to avoid touching the eyes. Medical workers who treat coronavirus patients should go even further and wear safety goggles for extra protection. United Parcel Service has severed its relationship with its Newport, Vermont UPS store that refused to comply with the state's mask rules designed to slow the spread of COVID. In a statement Thursday, UPS said it ended its franchise deal with the store in Newport after it refused to comply with the company's uniform policy, which includes wearing masks. A statement uh, says we take customer safety very seriously and made repeated attempts to gain compliance from the franchise owner. However, those attempts were ignored, and as a result, we have terminated our relationship with this franchise owner, effective close of business Thursday, February 18th, which is last Thursday. Facial coverings in stores are required as part of Vermont's efforts to combat the spread of the virus that causes COVID-19, but a sign posted on the store's door in Newport said, We choose not to wear a mask. If you're uncomfortable with this, we ask you not come in to ensure your comfort. It said, If you decide to come in, do not ask us to put a mask on. So on Friday, a person who answered the phone at the store declined to comment to the Burlington Free Press when they rang them. Vermont's Attorney General is T.J. Donovan, and he uh, said his office sent the store two cease-and-desist orders, one in November and one last week. The Wednesday letter said refusal to comply could lead to unspecified enforcement actions. And an 18-year-old woman was arrested after she called police to complain that a bouncer at a bar had confiscated her fake ID. Blakely Sands, or... Macamy Queen, according to her driver's license, became upset when a bouncer at a bar outside Glocomba City 
took the identification she tried using at the establishment last week. The smoking gun reports she then doubled down in her bluff, called 911. When police showed up and checked out the phony ID, they discovered the driver's license on Sands' identification card was instead registered to a 43-year-old guy who lives in Texas. Video posted to Tulsa's uh, TV, one of Tulsa's TV stations, KOTV, shows police in the town of Edmond standing with Sands outside the Wolf Trap bar asking if the ID is fake. No, she answers, adding, yeah, I'm sure, when asked if she's positive the ID is authentic. Well, she was arrested for using false identification to mislead a peace officer, which is a felony. A police department spokeswoman said that uh, had Sands just cut her losses and left the ID at the bar, there would have been no charges. This is Bob's World. Email from school about the incident today. Scary. Tell me about it. Did you have any idea that was going on? None. I mean, you saw Derek at the game last night, too. Did you have a clue? No, but you know, teachers like me, parents, we don't always know as much as you guys do. Kids hear first about what's going on with other kids. Half the time, it's rumors. It can be hard to tell sometimes, but if you're ever concerned about a friend who's having trouble with alcohol, prescription drugs, bullying, violence, anything, you need to tell an adult. Mom or me, a teacher, coach, school counselor, someone you know and trust. Dad, no kid is going to tell an adult about that kind of stuff. I get it, but if we don't know, we can't help. Speaking up about a problem, that's what helping a friend is all about. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. So welcome back to Bob's World. Thursday, February the 22nd, the 53rd day of 2018 with 312 days left in the year. Actor Paul Dooley is 90 years old, believe it. Actress Julie Walters is 68. And Basketball Hall of Famer Julius Irving, 68 years old today. Former Senate Majority Leader Bill Frist, a Republican from Tennessee, turned 66. Former White House Advisor David Axelrod, 63. Actor Kyle McLaughlin, 59. Golf Hall of Famer V.J. Singh, 55 years old today. Comedian Rachel Drack is 52. Tennis Hall of Famer Michael Chang is 46. Singer James Blunt, 44. Actress Drew Barrymore, 43 years old today. And on this day in 1630, English colonists in the Massachusetts Bay Colony first sampled popcorn brought to them by a Native American named Kadekina for their Thanksgiving celebration. George Washington was born in Westmoreland County in the Virginia Colony on this date in 1732. President Calvin Coolidge in 1924, delivered his first radio broadcast from the White House as he addressed the country over 42 radio stations. 1959, the inaugural Daytona 500 was held, although Johnny Beauchamp was initially declared the winner. The victory was later awarded to Lee Petty. 1967, U.S. and South Vietnamese troops launched Operation Junction City, aimed at smashing a Viet Cong stronghold near Cambodia. The communists were driven out, but later returned. 
1974, Pakistan officially recognized Bangladesh, formerly East Pakistan. The Miracle on Ice took place in Lake Placid, New York on this day in 1980. As the U.S. Olympic hockey team upset the Soviets 4-3, the U.S. team later won the gold medal. And Miracle is one of the best movies you could ever watch. If you want an uplifting uh, story, uh, triumph over adversity and challenge, that's a movie to look at. I'm not Siskel, I'm not Ebert, but I do give it two thumbs up. Finally, finally, an Ontario, an Ontario man... He's got stronger teeth than me. Oh, he broke a Guinness World Record, but not any teeth. When he used his jaws to bite open 24 full beverage cans in one minute. 32-year-old Chucky Madian, mixed martial arts fighter from Windsor, across the river from Detroit, was recorded on video using his powerful jaws to rip the tops off the cans, causing soda to spray all over him and the surrounding area. He tells the Windsor Star, I've been doing it for years. I started when I was 16, just messing around party tricks. Matty said it was several years later before he decided to take on the world record. He says he was inspired to do it because he saw Ryan Stock open 11 cans in a minute. He thought, I can beat that. Guinness confirmed Maddie set the new record at 24 cans. He says the most important part of his technique is making sure he doesn't cut his mouth on the torn aluminum. He said he's now considering beating his own record. <laughs> on that note, that's the Monday edition of Bob's World. I'm never going to try something like that. It made me speechless. Have any story ideas? Give me a voicemail on 802-467-0212. That's also our TalkMac machine with your comments on any stories you hear on the broadcast. That's Bob's World for now. I'm Bob Welch. Thanks for listening.